0: Quite the Thing Media, we aim to bring you the best podcasts produced by independent creators, made without constraints.
1: Hi everybody and welcome to Quite the Interview from Quite the Thing Media, where I speak to independent podcasters, creators, industry leaders creative thinkers and sort of anybody in between, letting them tell their story without constraints. We ask independent podcasters and creators eight simple questions and joining me today to answer those questions is Dietrich from that song from that movie podcast. How are you? I'm good, thank
0: you. Thanks for having me.
1: How are you? Yes, I am. I'm good. Very, very busy at the moment. We are right in the middle of the admin side of things with the uh, the podcast awards, which you you have been nominated for, um, Yay. yeah, yes. <laughs> so there, the TV and film section is the second biggest section, I think. Moving forward, if I repeat it next year, we will have more categories because there's nearly eighty yeah. in the other category. You know, it's sort of a bit skewed, but that's what we do. We we, we try to learn when we we move on. Like I said, we ask eight questions, basically. Well, it's kind of ten, because the first question is three questions rolled into one. So we'll just start there. What is your podcast? How did it come about, and how long have you been doing it?
0: Yeah, so the podcast is That Song From That Movie, which, uh, unsurprisingly, is a podcast about songs in movies. (laughs) Uh, The name's very, it is what it says on the tin type of thing. Uh, Each week we do, uh, we look at different songs from different genres and different movie genres as well, going all the way back to the 30s, 40s through to today. Um, We like to mix it up each week, like we don't have like a rigid sort of, this week we must look at animated films, this week we must do this. We just mix it up and try to keep it interesting, both for us and for the audience as well. Yeah, sure, there's, sorry, there's three of you that host, is that right? Yeah. I got that right, yeah that's right yeah so myself and my two co-hosts which are alex and ben we sort of um mix that up as well where one person will do the research one week and present what they found and a different person the next week and uh again it's just to uh, make sure each week is, is a bit different has a different flavor and a bit of a different feeling
1: yeah i suppose part of these interviews are trying to maybe create a little bit of value for a listener and they might learn something. And I suppose that's the first time that that sort of came up where co-hosts share the research about each week. Yeah, Was that a decision that you made
0: right at the beginning that that was what you were going to do? Yeah, well, I mean, the actual sort of formation of the podcast was trying to figure out, well, one, deciding yeah, let's do a podcast and then spending ages throwing away loads of ideas of what could it be and how can we make this work so we can do things weekly and not have to be running and like worrying about a schedule. Like if it's a new movie release, you've got to get it out there quickly or you've missed the boat. So having that ability to just pick something random and but then share the research between the three of us each time means that you don't have to be doing something every week. One week it's me, one week it's Alex, one week it's Ben. So you get a bit of time off in between and you sort of get to share it away. And between
1: the three of you, have you got quite an eclectic taste in movies then? Or have each of you got a sort of specific taste and a little bit of spice that you bring to your episodes?
0: I would like to think that we're open to everything. But uh, I think when you look at some of the episodes I pick compared to... Say what Ben picks, I seem to pick a lot more sort of more modern, more, let's not say, not classic. Right, okay. (laughs) Yeah, like for example, uh, recently done an episode about Reservoir Dogs, which was done by Ben, but I recently did an episode about Men in Black 2. So (laughs) one one is like a cinema that everyone's like, oh, you you must see Reservoir Dogs. And the other was uh, a sequel that uh, is not well received.
1: (laughs) <laughs> no, it's not it's not a fantastic film to be honest what is the the soundtrack like to that does will smith is he involved in it heavily
0: yeah it's yeah it's well it's will smith's back in uh, back in his air game there's uh, it's uh, the song for that one is uh, black suits coming uh, called not uh, the one that's like nod your head sort of thing right okay uh, not
1: lyrical genius i remember nope, going nope. to see men in black with my friend and he wanted to stay until after the credits to listen to the original Men in Black song. Yeah. Uh, like, looking back, I don't I don't speak to him anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not because of that, but um, I suppose that sort of set us off on a, a slippery slope, but yeah, that's what he wanted. That's what he wanted to do was sit in the cinema and listen to that that song yeah. after, which was a strange choice. So you started last year, and just before we popped to her, You sort of mentioned that it wasn't lockdown that brought this about. So was this something that you had planned prior to last March?
0: Yeah, uh, so we, well, going way back, we used to do a sort of movie review side together, but it was a lot of effort to keep it up to date and things like that. So the idea of having a podcast came about probably around January, February time last year, and we gave a recording a go maybe i think middle of february so obviously there was news about covid but no nothing about lockdowns and having to stay in separate rooms not separate rooms separate houses yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing like that um it was just something we wanted to do uh we we did the first couple and then covid did hit so we had to learn how to do it all over again but this time over zoom so sort of a double learning experience which i guess sort of it helped looking back, but at the time it was everything's just been thrown all away. Let's let's rethink this.
1: And you mentioned that you had a, a movie site where you were all three of you involved in that. Where you, were you blogged? Yeah, us? yeah, Is that what
0: you? Yeah, essentially you it was yeah, yeah. Just uh, reviewing movies on a movie blog. Nothing major, like just in a spare time. But it's a lot of effort to keep up to date, and yeah. also you have to you have to get to the movies all the time, so. Yeah, I can, if you like, don't do that, it's, it starts to hurt the wallet a bit.
1: That's it, yes, I can totally understand trying to run a couple of different websites and stuff like that it can really uh, take up a lot of your time. Thinking back, what was the first podcast that you you listened to? I don't know if you brought any of the answers from your co-hosts or if it's just going to be um, your answers that you're sharing with us, but can you can you remember the first pod that you listened to?
0: Yeah, and it's just me. I, I didn't actually think to ask Alex and Ben. I thought, <laughs> nah. I'll, I'll take the limelight. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, go, going back a bit again, uh, this is like 2003, three, four around that time, so I was like a stereotypical moody teenager who listened to Linkin Park and Metallica. Oh, you,
1: <laughs> tattoos and stuff like that myself, yeah. mate,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so the first podcast I was listening to uh, was the like the spin-off from the magazine Mel Hammer, Right again. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, and then like this was like I say it was back in like two thousand three, four. So w- this is when podcasts really meant podcasts. Like you had to listen to an iPod and you had to listen on an on iTunes yeah. sort of thing. I mean, sort of looking back at it uh, the actual show they used to put out, it was essentially more like a radio show than a what we would consider a podcast now. Is it weird, but I guess that was back when podcasts were this new thing and you would see like it's the latest fad or Podcasts will never take off. It was back back in that era.
1: Yeah, and I suppose a lot of the early podcasts did come from radio shows. XFM, for yeah. example, like Ricky Gervais was the first podcast that I ever listened to many years ago with Carol yeah. Hugginton, and that was just a re-release of his show, basically an edited version of his show, yeah. released under this new banner as a as a podcast, and that's what really, really got me into that. Yeah, with like the songs taken out. Yeah, were you a what would be the term for um in Glasgow? We would call somebody that liked Limp Biscuit, Lincoln Park, Papa Roach, a mosher. Um, oh, yeah, them in Glasgow, and I was a mosher,
0: yeah. So, what did you say? Same hearing leads,
1: right? Is that what they're called as well, (laughs) moshers? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well,
1: well, I don't know about today. (laughs) Well, I suppose like everywhere it was a mosh pit, so yeah, I presume that's why that's where it came from, yeah. But I was right into. Uh, that new metal and one band is that actually a, I still like Slipknot. I still enjoy yeah, their stuff. Yeah. Uh, I no, think you'll not. always have one band from back in the day that has that sort of sort of special place, whatever, whatever you want to call it that you you hang on to because I used yeah. to listen to a lot, a lot of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um we're not here to speak about music specifically how has your podcast evolved then over the last year?
0: Yeah so I guess as I said before we sort of started off um, trying to do it all in a room together and when you listen back to them they're really serious and really rigid. I think the thing that actually has evolved over the year is that we've sort of relaxed and started doing it. It's no longer super serious like we it's not a sort of like bag of nerves down the microphone it's Actually, just an actual conversation back and forth. It feels a lot more natural nowadays than it does, does yeah, than it did back then. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's it. I suppose that comes with
1: experience, and that would be one thing. That's the one thing that's come up in quite a lot of the interviews. Is like, I suppose question number four is: Have you got any advice for like people that want to get into podcasting? Yeah. Before I pass that to you, the thing that has come up in most podcasts. The interviews that I've done so far has been just go for it and take that yeah. dive. Is that something you agree with? And is there anything else that you would like to offer any listeners that are maybe thinking about starting a podcast or have just started?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I would sort of echo with I would sort of echo the sentiments that just sort of dive into it. But I think the caveat to that is you need to be willing to sort of throw away your first couple of episodes if it, if it's not working uh, don't just put it out there for no reason if it if it doesn't feel right then it probably isn't right so for example we've got an absolutely awful episode about uh, m and uh, got an absolutely yeah. awful episode from m uh eight mile like lose yourself yeah <laughs> um <laughs> which is, is a really good song and like a, a good movie but the episode we recorded about it was not very good. We've we've, uh, we've sort of thought about maybe releasing it as like a Patreon thing, but right. I still can't bring myself to release that on the world.
1: Well, th- that is one thing that um, I was speaking to Bob from Spritz Personality, and that was one thing oh, yeah. he said as well, was be willing to throw away an episode if you're not happy with it. There's no point in putting it out there. And Exactly. I, I agree it- with that. I, I do understand that that want to get something out and you've recorded that you've spent the time, but
0: if you're not happy with it, you're just going to beat yourself up and want to delete it. So, yeah, throw it exactly. away. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of like how like American TV shows will record a pilot and then never release it. They'll they'll do a new pilot if they don't think it works. Yeah, yeah. Instead okay, of just going, ah, we'll stick it on primetime TV.
1: Well, that's it, yeah. Now, you had sort of mentioned that... Um, You've been listening to podcasts for a for a long time, right? almost yep. twenty years coming up for. So mm. this might be a difficult one for you to answer. But what podcasts do you admire? That's quite a strong word. But what podcasts are you like a big fan of?
0: Yeah, uh, so if, for me, well, nowadays I'm sort of quite big into sort of theme parks like roller coasters, and things like that, like Disney World and Universal. Going to places like that. So there's a podcast called Podcast The Ride, which I think is a fantastic name for a podcast and, so, and I actually tried to pitch the idea of our podcast being called podcast, the theme song, but they, no. they didn't go for it. No, no. But, yeah. It, um, uh, yeah. So the, I think what I admire about most about that podcast is sort of the way they break down topics and they keep running jokes going, but it never sort of weighs down the show. Like, um, if it's a topic that you that you don't really know about, it they don't sort of go, they don't sort of close the door and say maybe wait until the next episode when you know what they are talking about. They sort of bring you along for the for the ride. All right, okay, yeah, there we are. And when sort have something... written that joke down.
1: <laughs> there you are. You, you take a wee note of the, the timestamp here. Now, speaking about that that sort of niche, then is that something that you think is? Is important because a lot of people will tell you you need to get a niche, basically. I don't particularly agree with that. Um, if you want to speak about sport as a whole, then then go for it and, and dive in. It, it might be a little bit more difficult to find that market, which is what I suppose a lot of people are looking for. But did you have any other ideas for your different podcasts, different niches, before you decided to sort of laser in on the soundtracks, basically?
0: Um. It was always going to be movie or TV related. Like we, we, the closest we got to not doing this one was an idea that we would talk about sort of weird episodes of TV TV shows. For example, like the um, like the infamous fly episode from Breaking Bad. Like that's just a weird episode of that show. Yeah, and just pick things at random. But we thought it was a bit too convoluted in the end. I don't know. I suppose if you, if you've got enough time to
1: to Do the research and you can drill down on things like that, then it's all about the time,
0: but I suppose, yeah, yeah. That fly episode was, I think, they ran out of budget.
1: I think it was, basically yeah, it was a bottle it.
0: episode, wasn't it? Just like they were just yeah. in that room and they that spent all it. the money on like, a, like an explosion or something in a previous or upcoming episode or something, yeah. I think uh,
1: so, yeah. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed Breaking Bad, it's sort of up there, sort of top level TV for me, alongside like the Sopranos and stuff like that. But yeah. I could speak about TV um, shows all night, but again, we're not sort of here to do that. We're going to get off the beaten track a little bit for question number six. If you could go back in time to one point in your life and talk to your younger self, uh, where would you go
0: and what would you tell yourself? Um, well, this is what I was thinking about, and I think in the end I've come to a bit of boring answer. So yeah. apologies in advance. Oh, no worries. No. <laughs> I don't think uh, I would interact with my younger self. Like I would, I think I would go back and... Look from afar, like watch me be this sort of stupid, long-haired, spotty teenager uh-huh. uh, with ill-fitting clothes and stuff like that. But I, I would worry that, as in me, not the past me, would worry that it would have some sort of like Back to the Future style fork in the timeline if I interrupt. like got in, uh, oh, so involved. Are you thinking about it
1: like like the sort of grandfather paradox? You're thinking about yeah, it, yeah, exactly.
0: That side of things, right? Okay. Yeah, like I, I might open, I might end up in a Biff Tannen timeline that I don't want to be in when I could be in a Martin McFly timeline. That well, that's it. Yeah.
1: Like I thought you were you were going to say something along the lines of I, I would go back and tell myself that things are going to be all right because a lot of people have sort of sort of threw that answer out there. Um the best answer we've had so far again was Bob. He brought his co host's answer and it was he would go back to his 14 year old self and say, you're 14 speak to the girls that you like, you're only 14, what's the worst that can happen? And I kind of, (laughs) looking back, I can kind of get behind that. I was a little bit shy with the girls when I was younger, so if I could go back and tell myself that I probably would, but that is stolen um, from Spritz
0: personality. What famous person would you love to speak to, would you love to interview? So we've often joked about this on the podcast, and the first celebrity we want to... Say, well, first celebrity. I'm saying that like we're batting away celebrities. <laughs> <I>? <laughs> the, no, not yet. Yeah, not yet. We'll we'll get there, I, I assume. Uh yeah, the we always joke that the one we want the most is Simon Webb from the boy band Blue. Like <laughs> Are you okay,
1: why? Why? Tell me why.
0: Well, he's got this like honestly, like great song from like, well, called Ride the Storm from this from the terrible movie Fantastic Four Rides the Silver Surfer. Right. Um, and I mean, one, I don't, it's awful that film. Like, don't watch it if you if, if you ever want to. I may have seen know. it years ago, but it's not stuck in my memory for any positive reasons. No. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like that that movie is awful, but the song is great. And we we thought it'd be funny if we knew how that came about. How there's a song that was so good end up in a film that that rubbish. And obviously, no interviewer has ever asked that question. So we thought that's where we, could, we can step in and do that.
1: Yeah, you could probably DM him and he would be glad to come on your show. I don't know how, I don't know if he's working much nowadays, to be honest with the old <laughs> channel <laughs> web. Um, so I suppose that aim low is what you've done there. <laughs> like <laughs> Speaking to the National Treasure Hunt, they wanted to speak to Nicholas Cage, so that's sort of aiming high. You've went for a guy well, that, that used to be... That, in make, blue. that makes sense though, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, it totally makes sense for what they do. Yeah, 100, yeah. 100%. Now... Sort of on that topic then, again, this isn't a question that, I've, that I have posted on to you. The, how many films have you covered where the film is awful, but the soundtrack is great, or vice versa, where the film's great, but the soundtrack could could have been much better? Because I spoke to measuring the score as well, and they were sort of, they're very much in the same sort of genre and niche as yourself, and they had some interesting opinions on that.
0: I think it's one of those things that when we started this, I didn't think there was going to be such a massive divide between the quality of one and the quality of the other. Like, for example, when I said Men In Black 2 before, the film's rubbish, but I think the song's great. Um, But on the flip of that, I quite like Pearl Harbor, but the song from that, um, There You'll Be, I think it's rubbish. But if you ask Alex, complete opposite, he thinks Pearl Harbor is an awful film, but an amazing song. Right. So that sort of thing happens. It's it's in between the three of us, we'll disagree on what's good, what's bad. And are you musical yourself?
1: Like do you, do I you wish. play music? You know, or like are you just sort of looking in from the from afar, basically? Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: definitely no musical talent here. I'm sorry. What about your co-hosts? Any of them got a little bit of talent, a little bit of rhythm? Yeah. No. Um, well, if they do, they've kept it secret from me. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. That is it. Now, um,
1: we are we're nearly at the end, and I suppose this is a little bit where you can sell yourself a little bit, sell your podcast. So if you were to pick one episode that's that's your favourite, that you would say to people, look, if you've not listened to us, go check out this one episode and, and take it from there. So what's your sort of favourite episode that you have? How many episodes have you done?
0: uh about 55 ish so about one a week basically yeah okay um in, t- in terms of a uh, favorite episode to check out well one i guess it sort of depends what you're into because there is a case of just going what what films do you like have a look what we've done and start with that one yeah but in terms of personal favorite i've always quite liked the mulan episode we did like the disney film um it it was just one of those episodes where we finished recording and i th- we could just all sort of sense that it all come together quite well and it, it flowed nicely. It was the first time that we'd done a movie where we'd covered multiple songs, not just like one official tie-in song. Right, okay. So we had to we had to rejig the formula slightly. So at the end when it all came together, it, it added to that sort of sense of achievement. It's an episode that we're all very proud of.
1: And again, is that something that comes with experience that after you hit the the stop button on the record session? You just feel right because it's something that that I find. As soon as I hit the stop button and I'm recording, yeah, with it, however, you just go, right, that was good, or I'm not particularly happy about that.
0: Yeah, it's sort of something you learn over time. Uh, you sort of think, oh, that could have been better or that went really well. It's sort of You just sort of get the feeling at the end, but you don't get that at first because when you first start, like when you're going in completely blind, like we were, into podcasting, Every episode felt like it could have been better. Yeah, there will always be that nagging doubt that you could have
1: like everybody has well, I think most people have ticks, and you notice yeah. your own very, very much like yeah. highlighted. I say stuff like that all the time, all of the time. And it infuriates me. Nobody's ever really said anything to me about it. So another Tiny bit of advice maybe for me would be try and let that go. It took me ages, it took me almost years to just manage to ignore that because I used to take yeah. it out, used to edit it out, but people haven't particularly said anything about it. So again, any any last tip, any one overarching tip before we sort of um wrap it up for an independent podcaster?
0: Um I guess it's not on the actual episodes or the actual recording. I think the biggest way we've sort of grown as a podcast is just interacting with other podcasts, like on, on Twitter and things like that on Instagram, just sort of talk, talking to them and the other podcasts want to help you as much as you're willing to help them. So if you're willing to sort of talk to them, if, if something didn't go right, if if they're asking for feedback, just give them give them the feedback they want and they usually reciprocate and everyone's better for it
1: yeah i think if you can build that little bit of sense of community i, exactly. I have my i have my issues with the uh, just the rapid social sharing of things like 48 retweets and an hour i don't know how much that helps but the actual building relationships is something that i think um is key you're yeah, having those conversations rather than just hit the the like or the retweet button is actually engage with people so yeah um that is a great tip to wrap it up now i will put your twitter and your uh, link tree into to the show notes but
0: just let people know where where they can find you yeah so we're available for, well anyway you can get podcasts to search that song from that movie you're not going to find another one with that name so if you find that one you found it uh, in terms of social media, uh, we're just T-S-F-T-M-Pod everywhere. Quite wordy, that one. But again, if you just search that song from that movie, we will come up on, on Twitter. Yeah. Was that something that you had a little bit of focus
1: on when, when you started, as being able to have the same name across multiple
0: platforms? Something I focus very much on. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not something no. we'd far really thought about. The only reason why we're TSFTM pod is that there was some band that hasn't tweeted in like 20 years that has been sitting on TSFTM, and that's something that movie is far too long for a Twitter handle. It doesn't fit in. So we had we had to figure out how to shorten it. So uh, TSFTM pod is where we went with. Right, Dietrich, thanks very much for, for joining me, and thanks for sharing your
1: experiences and your thanks stories. Me. Yep. Right, guys, we will... Uh, We will speak to you soon. Cheers.
0: At Quite The Thing Media, we aim to bring you the best podcasts produced by independent creators made without constraints.